What's more important, faith or works? Thanks for joining me for episode 8 of Isaiah House Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Owenby. Subscribe to this podcast, keep up to date with the latest episodes, and don't forget to share with your friends. Wherever where you listen to podcasts at, you can search a term using Isaiah House and Apple or listen directly at www.isaiah.house. The question is, what's more important, faith or works? I think a lot of Christians get this wrong, and it's easy to fall into either the faith or works mindset. The truth is, for true religion, both have to be in place. It's like a mousetrap. All the pieces have to be there for it to function as a mousetrap. If you take away the wood base, nothing is held together. If you remove the staples, the pieces won't stay down. If you remove the bar, there'll be nothing to strike. And if you remove the spring, there'll be no stored power to launch the bar. It's like good works without faith is prideful, and faith without good works is just religion. One of our go-to verses for this is Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. I mean, that's pretty clear, right? This verse says that there is nothing we can do to work our way into heaven. And no matter how much good we do, it won't be enough. Salvation is a gift from God. And if mankind could do enough to get into heaven on his own, then man would get the glory instead. But it's through faith. So what's our part in all this? In Hebrews 11, we learn that faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The assurance of things hoped for. And without faith, it's impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that his rewards are to those who seek him. We have examples of hero of the faith in the Bible, such as Noah having faith to build the ark when there's no sign of a flood. Abraham had to trust God for an offering as he hiked up the mountain. Moses, through faith in leading the people out of Egypt and into the promised land. And it goes on and on, giving examples of how men of God, through faith, conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, survived lions, quenched fire, escaped the sword, were made strong, even though they were weak, became mighty in war, and they put these foreign armies to fight. So, I mean, so what's the point, though? I mean, these were ordinary men and ordinary women who, through faith, followed God. So the last part of verse 9, after it lays out our salvation is by grace through faith, so that we can't boast, it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God has laid out opportunities for you to do good works. Your life is designed around these opportunities. God has prepared them beforehand. And doing good works won't get you to heaven. It's through faith. But a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Doing the work of God is proof of your salvation. And faith without works is dead. As a young Christian, I had a really tough time with this concept. I mean, I know that Jesus did all the work on the cross and that it's his actions and his works that saves me and cleanses me. But how can I just believe and trust in him and receive salvation? Remember as a child laying in bed, and even after making a profession of faith, I would, I would just say, God, why couldn't you make it easy? Like, make me have to climb a mountain or do some great feat or 
do something spectacular. So then I would know for sure that I had obtained salvation. But see, this was very flawed from a young man that thinking that it was about me or that I could do it or that my proof of doing these tasks and these jobs or climbing a mountain or whatever thing that it would be would be the thing that would, you know, solidify my way into heaven. But that's not the point of it. If I could do something that would get me into heaven, then I could boast about how I got myself into heaven. God's a very selfish God. He's not going to let some man show him up and take his glory. But God did something better. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross in our place, a place that we deserve because we've broken the law and we deserve death and we deserve punishment. But he took that in our place so that we wouldn't have to. Better yet, he offers that as a gift, free gift. It's not cheap. It costs enormously, but it's free to us. We have to reach out there and we have to take it by faith. And so this by faith is reaching out and grabbing hold of this truth that is true. So that's the way of getting it wrong for thinking that we can do it all by ourselves. If, as me as a child, I just wanted to be able to do something to earn my own salvation. Well, we can swing the other side just as easy and say, well, Jesus died on the cross for us. so We don't have to worry or do anything else. Because the Bible is very clear that we are created for good works. He prepared these things ahead of time for us to do. And so we are able to prove our faith through the works that we do. And as a Christian, it should be our desire to do the will of God. That's one of the things that we pray is that, you know, Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It should be our desire as Christians, as Christ followers, to be more like him every day and to imitate him and to spread his gospel and spread his word. But some people think that they can just sprinkle a prayer over anything they want to do and it'd be fine. Well, James tells us in chapter 2 that that kind of religion is dead because faith without works is dead. It's not, you have your faith and I have my works and as long as we get along together then everything's going to be fine. No, it's show me your faith apart from your works and I'll show you my faith by my works. In verse 26, he likens it to a body apart from the spirit. So if you're, you have a body but the spirit's separated from the body, then that person's dead. There's no life in it. And faith without works is also dead because the evidence of life is gone. I challenge you, don't just settle to be in one camp or the other or to not understand this great concept of irreducible complexity when it comes to the faith. Wrestle with these things and solidify them in your mind. And one great place to do that is in Ephesians chapter 2. And James chapter 2. That's where we get our text today. Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 10. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loves us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and the kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. 
For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. James 2, verses 14 through 26 says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving the things that are needed for body, what good is that? So also faith, by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one? You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see, that faith was active long with his works, and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled, it says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works, and not by faith alone. And in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. Thanks for listening. This has been a segment of Isaiah House Audio Productions based out of Orange, Virginia. We're a Christian podcast about Christian living. We share practical tips for how to walk out your faith in everyday life. Check us out online at www.isaiah.house. Again, that is www.isaiah.house. There you'll find a daily devotional in the form of a blog. Sign up for our email list and even learn how to plug into the ministry.